You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. ESO, seven years of keeping it really geeky. Hey, what are you trying to do? You ruined my record, man. I just bought it. Hey, you guys! How exciting. <laughs> Spoilers. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. Think it'll like? It would take a miracle. Goodbye. The Earth Station One podcast. It's time to let your inner geek out to play. You can find them at www.earthstationone.com or up on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Peace, and we're done. And welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show Podcast. I am your host, The Monster. I'm back to give you another week of sci-fi news for this podcast. So, normally when I do my big three topics, lately I've been trying to give it at least, you know, a good ten minutes to kind of delve into it and kind of explore a bit. Unfortunately for this week, it's going to be a bit short in general. And the podcast overall. I'm just not um, not up to doing a podcast, but I need to get this out just because. Um, just too much on my plate, and I just need to get things done. And this is one of them. And it's I don't want this to feel like it's a chore. It's not. I really do love talking to you guys about what I love to talk about, which is what's going on in sci-fi stuff. So, the big three topics I will be talking about, again, albeit short, the 40th anniversary of Alien is coming up, Batman's 80th birthday is here, and for my last of the big three topics, I'm going to be talking about the Umbrella Academy, the new Netflix series that I just finished just now. And I'm very excited about that. I can't wait to talk to you about it. So putting that aside, let's get into some quick tidbits. Uh, Angelina Jolie looks like she is going to be heading for the MCU. So whenever Phase 4 happens, sometime 2021, whenever that is, possibly she may be part of the Eternals. I don't know what role she is planning to have, or the Eternals for that matter, what's going on with that. But that's what's in the news so far. Um, E3 is coming up soon. And it looks like it may be its last. So um, when the time comes, I'll, I'll, I'll get into more specific details about that. Uh, this coming Monday. So hopefully when I'm releasing this out on Sunday, which means tomorrow. Tomorrow being April 1st. The, tw- the new Twilight Dome by Jordan Peele is going to be released on CBS All Access. So I do want to give 
a review at least of the first episode. So that'll be on next week's podcast. So that's definitely a guarantee to do. Also, I'm just putting the word out to uh, my other two guests, Mr. Gene and Tony from Cinema Viewfinder. But we're down to the last three episodes of Star Trek Discovery. So about April 18th, if I'm remembering correctly, is going to be the last episode for Star Trek Discovery for Season 2. Sometime after that, we will kind of come together and talk about the season as a whole and what we thought about each episode as well. So, uh, what else? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is coming back. Sort of. Without Coulson. But the trailer looks like. Who is Coulson? Because it's Coulson, but it doesn't seem to have memory. But it's implied that he's dead after the last season because he is dead. But he's back. Go figure. Alright. Alright, so let's go into the big three topics. The 40th anniversary of Alien, which meant that it came out in 1979. Which meant that I was 12 at that time. And I've talked about this in the past, and I'm not going to go into the specifics of it. But it is one of those movies that will still hold up with the best of current movies right now. Ridley Scott did an amazing job to do the kind of like this creature effect movie with practical effects. There was no CGI. It was all models and forced perspective on things. So... It was interesting that this uh, high school drama club actually did a production of Alien on stage. And it looks really fantastic. So if you ever get a chance, just Google that search about the the drama club. Um, He wrote a letter out to them, thanking for them and encouraging them for what they've done. Even Sigourney Weaver gave them uh, a quick shout out on a video about what they were doing. So that's really, really cool. It is really inspiring that you're willing to kind of put some effort and to recreate stuff and use video to do certain scenes. And I'm like, that is really inspiring. I I give them a whole bunch of kudos on that. But uh, that's amazing that that's come. So if you know of... The anniversary that Alien is kind of known for, which is April 26th. Well, you're probably wondering, what the hell does April 26th have to do with it? Well, if you go to Aliens, the colony that was uh, infested was LV-426, or as you now know, is April 26th. So that will be Alien Day. So you still have a couple of months to find your own parasite and celebrate the day <laughs> in style. However way that, that may be for you. So, leave it at that. Alright, so let's jump on to the Batman 80th anniversary. I've talked about Batman plenty of times on this show. But I'm going to talk about a specific thing in, in just a quick second. So, if you have been watching Gotham... I haven't. I'm still on season four, the very beginning. So 
I still got that season and the current season, which is coming to a close. It's been revealed, or at least the back of uh, the Batman's head, of him overlooking Gotham is the official poster of the ending of Gotham. So, I'm kind of excited that that has come to a close. However, I still don't see... I forgot the kid's name. After all this time, being Batman. Um, or at least being like Batman Year One. I'll, I'll leave it at that. I know that there's been a push to kind of get him to do more action stuff. And, you know, for the most part, it's worked. And I'm okay with that. I, I'm not in any rush right now to kind of binge everything just to get caught up. Because I got, again, too much of other things to watch. But I'm glad that they were able to successfully pull off a series in which Gotham became its own thing without having Batman. So that's still an amazing feat to still delve into that realm of Batman before Batman. So I give him major kudos on that. Alright, so over the weekend, or maybe last week, there was news about um, Zack Snyder's comment about, yeah, Batman does kill, and Superman does kill. Okay. And he was like, you know, just telling the fans, you know, wake the hell up. Because it happens. Because we've had 80 years of Batman. And I think Batman is the only character that you really are able to kind of tell different types of stories of Batman. You can do the very campy Adam West Batman, which if you try to do that again, it... it doesn't necessarily work but then again the animated brave and the bold series which lasted for three seasons did an excellent job of very tongue-in-cheek humor uh, and kind of pay homage to that kind of quality of batman but it was a lot of fun and especially poking at fun at other characters like plastic man and aquaman and um bawana man also appearing, so there's a lot of cool stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm on board to kind of have this version of Batman be told to me in this fashion. Um, the Batman was a very early version of Batman with Alfred, in which it was just a young Bruce as Batman. Not that I was crazy about it, but it just like uh, another Batman series. Nothing will ever beat to me than the animated series. The Batman animated series is the, the pinnacle of what a Batman show or movie should be because it had a lot of classic themes drawn from the comics and gave interesting storytelling. I mean, it's just bar none. That's it. That is the pinnacle of Batman right there. Now, you have Christopher Nolan, who's done an amazing trilogy of Batman movies. We're going to get more Matt Reeves movies of Batman. We had Tim Burton. We had, um, oh my God, Joel Schumacher's Batman. And of course, you have the TV serials back in the black and white days. So everyone has had different takes of telling a Batman story. Zack Snyder is no different. 
So, one of the questions that I was in my head watching Batman vs. Superman is that this is kind of a much darker version of a Batman. Well, in this version, Batman has been doing this for 20 plus years. Not everything that he's been doing has been working. He had to kind of up the game to do like the bat branding uh, to kind of dole out justice because that was the signal to the prisoners inside to take care of that guy and do him justice, so to speak. And by meaning that, meaning beating the hell out of him in, in jail. Yeah, Batman does use a gun and he has machine guns on his car. But this is a much tougher, much... He's been through the ringer. So whatever he had started out with, as well-intentioned as it was, but not killing, it hasn't worked. So I think that version, which a lot of people liked, like me, or some people just didn't care for it at all, because it was just, he would never do that. Well, that's a much older Batman, and that's fine. We have our choices of different Batmans to love and still love today. So it's no question about, well, if that didn't work for you, fine. Don't worry about it. We've had 80 years of Batman to worry about. So pick and choose whatever you like on whatever style that fits and floats your boat. Just go with it. All right. So I have no problems with Zack's version. Because again, that's his direction, his vision of that character. And if you didn't like it, that's okay. You don't have to like everything. But you're wrong. <laughs> Alright, so last is going to be Umbrella Academy. So I started to watch the Umbrella Academy when it first came out. And I watched maybe like the first two episodes, maybe a week apart. I started to read the graphic novel and I finished that recently. And it wasn't planning like to go ahead and like read, um, breeze through the whole uh, series, but because it was the first time in a long time that I actually had the weekend off, and I'm trying to get to a certain place in which I can indulge watching TV, and still do other productive things in my life, which running is not part of it yet, but it has to be soon. Um, it's the kind of thing that I'm like. I can't put it down. I really got suckered into it. And and I'm glad that there were changes to... I'm not going to try to get too spoilery here. I'm glad there were changes from the graphic novel to the actual series. And it's not that it's a bad thing. Because I enjoyed, going back to Zack Snyder's um, Watchmen series. The Watchmen um, movie. I enjoyed exactly what I wanted. His adaptation was literally a living version of that comic book. And gave me exactly what I loved. What I loved. So with this, it did change. There were characters like uh, Cha-Cha and Hazel, which were uh, uh, time assassins, which play now a bigger role in this series as opposed to in the books. It was just casually just in there and just never really dealt with much. Um, the costumes, 
definitely are not going to be part of that. Although there are moments in which they revert back to those comics, uh, comics, they revert to those costumes back in those comics in different flashpoints, which are fantastic. Um, it was a slow burn, but it's a kind of burn that I'm like, it really picks up and you really are in tune with what's happening in that universe. And you don't want to like stop. And that's the good mark of a good series that you really are engrossed by the characters. And I think like, and I'm not bashing Star Trek Discovery, but I will in a moment. But like when we look at that series for season two, a lot of the stories are focusing on Burnham and not a whole lot of other characters will get some play in there. So if you didn't care for Burnham or you really are kind of like not impressed or really interested, then the whole series falls apart because Burnham is the star of the show and that's all you're working and focusing on in the stories. Then it goes nowhere. Whereas Umbrella Academy is an ensemble cast. And yes, there are going to be uh, more standout performances than others. But as a whole, it works so well. Ellen Page was fantastic as Vanya. But what I think um, blew me away. And I I've mentioned his name before. But if you watch, um, the, the character's name is Klaus. But Robert Sheehan. If you ever watch The Misfits, not the rock and roll group, but a show that the BBC produced a couple of years ago called The Misfits, he was on there as Nathaniel, and he was fantastic. He was probably one of the best characters on that show, and you can see that attitude that he has in Klaus from there. But Klaus is fantastic, and I really love that. Mary J. Blige as Chacha, Really, really good, and I'm really happy with that. Um, I I really can't not in love about the service. I, I I really cannot wait till season two comes out, which the, I got word that it will be starting filming sometime in May until September. So I don't think we'll get another season until 2020. But still. Season 2 is a go, and I'm really excited about the Umbrella Academy. But if you want to talk about it in more details, uh, I would love to do that. And how you can do that? Well, you can do it on my Facebook page or Twitter. Or you can email me at monstersci-fi-show at gmail.com. So you can always do that. You can always reach out, and I love interacting with you guys. So... That's enough for me for right now. I have to uh, go wrangle some cats from outside because the sun is getting low. And uh, that's it for today's podcast. I'm sorry it's going to be short, but I'm, again, I'm not feeling great, but I still enjoy doing this. So, like I said, next week, I'm looking forward to the Twilight Zone. We got Star Trek Discovery coming to an end. We have, of course, Shazam coming out, which I already saw. So if you haven't seen it, because it hasn't come out yet, you can always listen to my my uh, non-spoiler review that I did not too long ago. And then we got Avengers Endgame. So come on, guys. This is just like... What a time to live in. It's just an amazing time for us dorks and geeks and nerds. And I love it. So, 
that's it. I'm gonna go. So, thank you again for listening to me and to the Monster Sci-Fi Show podcast. It's sci-fi from a certain point of view. Good night. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.